right, and welcome back to another episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. Maybe you've been listening to these episodes and you're like, Mark, this is all great, but how do I start? I'm new. I want to become a strong, badass lifter. Um, this is good information, but like, what should my step one be? What should it look like? Are things different because I'm a beginner? Let's talk about that now because I think one of the challenges that come with strength training is that it's not as obvious where to start from, what exercises you should be doing, and we can kind of talk about how to make that a little simpler as well as things that you should watch out for for someone who is a beginner because there are things that are a little bit different and things that you need to find out for yourself. Um, and the first thing that we need to talk about is defining strength for you. So I work with a lot of different women. They have a lot of different strength goals. And truthfully, like what makes them strong is very different across the board. Um, there are trends for sure. A lot of the women that I work with want to become badass deadlifters. They want to be able to, you know, get their first pull up, uh, push up, squats are a common one as well. But you need to kind of define what strength is for you because that dictates what the rest of your strength journey is going to be. I'll give kind of examples that are unique but are their proper strength journey where there's a woman that I'm working with who strong for her is being able to lift her 70 pound dog into the car. So it's very specific to her um, and doesn't really relate to other people because most people don't have a 70 pound dog or want to lift it into the car. And so for her, her strength journey is going to look different. Um, another example of this as well is I work with uh, someone who just became a firefighter, which has its own strength requirements and things that she needs to do. So her goals are very firefighter oriented, which again, does not really relate to other people. Um, or maybe it's not even, you know, ne necessarily like a life thing, like feeling strong or what would make you feel strong, I think is a better way that I want to word this. Because there are some people who like, they just want to deadlift 300 pounds, not because of the functional or health benefits for it. But just because they, you know, they want to hit that number, it means something to them and it's part of their journey. And I think that's great too. So if you're just starting out in your strength journey, I think you need to think about what makes you feel like, so what would make you feel strong or what is strong for you? And I want to be clear here as well, as I'm giving very specific examples here, is that you can, this can be more broad. This can be, I just want to see continued progress. Um, I just want to see the weights continuously increase. I just want to have really good form when I lift, or I just want to use strength training to feel better. Like it doesn't necessarily need to be a very specific, like 300 pound deadlift or like six pull-ups or whatever it might be. Um, and I think, you know, self-awareness is very important for that too, is that there are some people who really benefit from a very specific goal. Um, I would consider myself one of those people, but there are also some people who having a broader goal works better for them. So self-awareness comes through here is like what would make you feel strong could be a very specific answer or a very broad answer. And then knowing that will go a long way. So once you've defined what's strongest for you and kind of move on to the next step, what is the number of days that you can commit to training a week? Now, I think there's people who both undershoot this and overshoot this is um, some people undershoot where they just don't have time, that they're not going to work out because it just doesn't fit into their schedule. I think what's important here is that when you're training is that it does not need to be super, super long. And if you're new to training, shorter workouts might actually be the way to go just to kind of get yourself in the door. 
um, especially if it's something that you haven't accommodated time for before that maybe like 20 minute workouts is like where you're at uh, two or three times a week and then you can build from there on the other hand i think people also overshoot in different ways where people are like all right if i'm committed to this journey i better do like five days a week six days a week every single day like pull-ups push-ups every morning um, whatever it might be and i think that's unrealistic too the truth is is that like you have a life all right like you have a life outside of your fitness journey whether it's kids whether it's a job you know husband whatever it might be and so you need to think about okay like with the other things that exist in my life what is the amount of time I can realistically commit to? And you should think about this year round. Um, I think the mistake people make in January a lot is that everyone's real excited about their strength goal. And so they're like, well, I'm gonna train every day and eat perfectly and get perfect sleep and it's gonna be awesome and I'm gonna do this all the time. And especially if you're new to strength training, the truth is, is that you really just have to like dip your toe in. You're starting, you're adding a new thing into your life. And if you're going, you know, if you go from zero days a week to six days a week for like two hours each workout, um, that's really hard to keep up with. And that's a huge change on your life and is also totally unnecessary. Like you don't need to train that much to become stronger, especially in that beginning journey. So figure out what is the time commitment that you can do for the strength journey. And I would say like there's no wrong answer, especially at the beginning. Um, but most people that I work with are three days a week, uh, sometimes four for like somewhere between 30 minutes to 90 minute workouts. And this kind of depends on like the busyness of your life, if you're training at home. Um, yeah. And so it kind of, you, you, the, this, could, this is not an answer I can give for you. You actually have to figure out like what fits into your life. I would love to be able to tell you that, yes, three days a week, 45 minutes is the way everyone should go. But unfortunately, I can't. Um, the third one is what equipment do you need to succeed in your strength journey because i think this is really important as well and decides where you're going to train if your goals are push-up oriented are body weight oriented you probably could get away with working on that at home with very minimal equipment if your goal is getting your first pull-up you're going to need access to a pull-up bar so if you're working out at home with no pull-up bar you either need to buy one or go to a gym if your goal is a 300 pound deadlift well, you better have a deadlift set up at home or if not you're again you're going to a gym so that's something that's important too um, making sure that you have the equipment necessary to succeed in whatever your goal might be um, and also that your gym it caters to that as well so like let's say you know let's just use the deadlift one as an as an example um, planet fitness might not work for you because there is no deadlift bars and so like you can do a lot there you can get stronger there i have many clients who go to planet fitness and they become stronger and it works for them but if you have like a very specific deadlift goal planet fitness doesn't have deadlift bars um and smith machines are they don't quite count and there should be another episode on why that doesn't count because they're not exactly the same exercise um but that's an important thing too so like make sure that you know you have the equipment to succeed that should not be a barrier and something that you can like figure out um, and if it is a barrier, then like potentially reassessing the goal, at least for now, might be the best way to go. This next one, uh, point number four, I think is the largest barrier in my opinion, and that is learning proper form. Um, the truth is, is that like strength training is not, and you know, this is one of the main barriers of strength training in general, is that having good form 
for someone who doesn't know good form or was trained in that, etc., can be a real barrier and can stop you from becoming stronger. And I've seen this a lot where people will train for years, but they didn't have good form, so they don't get good results. And then we get them to have good form. And it's like a total game changer. They've like never gotten stronger in their life. They're three months of um, gains they've never seen before um, that they didn't see in two years of training because of the form just like wasn't there. And this is unfortunately something that's like hard to do on your own. There are YouTube videos. There are things like that that like definitely help and it's good to have an example. But it's one thing to see someone do good form. It's another to see yourself do good form and know that it's good. That is like a separate skill. Um, the YouTube videos again help, but it's not quite the same. And so what I would say is that this is really where like having someone to support you goes a long way. And if you have someone who can check your form, whether this is a friend, um, this is like a trainer that you hire, this is like someone, you know, just someone who can make sure your form is good. Um, this really is a game changer because again, like I've seen people training for years with bad form and they don't get the results they want to see. They don't accomplish their strength goals. And then you fix the form and it, they just get so much stronger, so much faster. And it's, you know, you're just being more efficient with your movement. Your body reacts to it better. You become stronger and more badass in a short amount of time. Um, and this is one where I think like having someone to help you with this is really important. And I realize that this does create a barrier and joining strength training as opposed to like joining cardio is like, you know, if you want to run on a treadmill, you don't need someone to necessarily like show you how to use that piece of equipment or like start your cardio journey. So I understand that this is like a unique strength barrier, but it is important for the process is learning proper form. And the earlier that you learn proper form, the better because you haven't developed any bad habits. So I'll use myself as an example where I lifted with bad form for a long time. Um, like open to admitting that um, I was young I didn't have any support uh, young and foolish let's say and because of that I wasn't seeing results I wanted to see and then I had someone go over form with me and immediately started seeing better results after years and but if I had just started out of the gate with someone to support me in the strength journey um, I would have seen results a lot faster I would be stronger than I am now um, I would have set myself up for better results in the future so I do think that like while this is probably the largest barrier, it is I'm not gonna say yeah, necessary. I think it is necessary to really focus on um, getting someone to check your form, make sure your form is good. If that's someone you know, that's great. If you need to, you know, hire someone for that, I recommend that as well. Um, but this is a big barrier, um, and overcoming this barrier will result in a lot better results. The fifth point here is that understand that your goals will change. There's a lot of people I know and like even clients that I have now who are unsure of their strength goal. And that is because like they just haven't done it yet. They don't know what appeals to them. And so they start with a more broad goal. And then once they start lifting, they have more specific goals because they've gotten a taste of everything. They've gotten a taste of different ki kinds of strength. And they're like, you know what? Like, pull-ups are the thing that really resonate with me. And so I think what's important is that if you change your strength journey um, or the focus of your strength journey is that it is not a failure, is that you are simply just prioritizing it to something that matters to you more. 
for myself, I originally started with a bench press goal. Um, I did that for years. And then the longer that I started training, uh, leaving powerlifting was also a big part of that, is that I realized like, you know what? I don't love this movement. Um, I don't feel badass doing it. I don't really care what the, the goal is. And I've been more doing this just so that my bench doesn't suck more than it like to, because I feel badass. So I really just left that goal and like, um, if bench press is part of my training, it's more for like general strength. Um, and I prefer other exercises now that are upper body focused, such as like landmine press, um, or floor press is kind of like an example. So it's okay if things change. Um, the more that you join this journey, the better feel you get for what matters to you. And it's okay to change. That's like what I will say to that. Um, the last point is to have some kind of support. This is kind of like form, but this I'm talking about this more generally now. Is that this is a new journey. You're going to have new challenges that exist. Um, and you won't have experience necessarily with what those challenges are. And it's okay to get help on this journey. Like I've said in previous podcasts before, like my strength journey is amplified by the coaches that I've worked with, the communities that I've been part of, the people who have helped me along the way, um, and it's made it a better process. And so what I would say is like, don't be shy to get help. This is not a journey you have to do alone. Um, this could be a workout buddy. This could be a strength coach for you to learn form in the beginning stages of your lifting career. Um, so I, I would definitely say like, you know, and, and, and there's no shame in it as well. Like I think like, like the people who are really good in their strength journey, the people who make really good results, all had help. It is not something that is like a YouTube search or like like just focusing solely on doing this independently of anybody else. Like it's okay to have help for this. And I, I, I highly encourage it. It'll actually make your journey better. Um, you'll get results faster. And getting the right support is really, really key here. So to sum up, point one, define what strength is for you. It can be a broader specific goal, but start from there. Number two, how many days can you realistically confirm, um, or sorry, number of days that you can realistically do on a weekly basis year round. The third point is, do you have the equipment you need for your strength journey? If not, work on getting that. Four is really focus on proper form and really learn, you know, focus on learning more about form. And again, this is, in my opinion, the largest barrier um, that will require some help outside of yourself. Um, the other ones you can control, um, except the support one. So four and six, you like need other people. Um, one, two, three, and five, you don't. Uh, point number five, accept that your strength journey will change, and that's okay, and there's no shame in that. And six, get some kind of support. This is a new challenge in your life, and you want to make sure that you have the support you need to succeed um, and become a badass lifter. So I would love to know like kind of what your strength goals are, what you're really focused on, like what does strength mean to you, I think is really important. And actually knowing that, like I can make specific podcast episodes on like what strength means to you. Um, and so I would encourage you, you know, reach out either to my email at strongwithmark at gmail.com or look into uh, my Instagram at trainingstrongwomen and let me know like, you know, what does strength mean to you and like what help you need to get there. Um, but thanks for watching another episode or thanks for listening to another episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Sponge.
Thanks for listening to another episode of Marky Mark and the Fitness Bunch. If you are looking for training and you want to become a strong, confident lifter, I highly encourage you to check out the Badass Lifter Program. That's my one-on-one program where I help women to you know, really focus on becoming stronger, more confident, and focus on goals that are outside of aesthetics or weight loss. And so common goals like deadlifts, pull-ups, push-ups, basically whatever you want to work on that makes you feel more confident as a lifter and just feel more badass and build inner confidence. I will put uh, a link below to the program if you want to apply there. But if that's what you're looking for, I highly encourage you to check it out. And thanks again for watching the episode.